and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Thrupierre, on another thrilling, thought-provoking Thursday. Friends, today's Torch Report 260, will they arrest the president? Will the big guy go down? It's absurd to think that that might actually happen, but there is a new Supreme Court document sparking hope, and I'm here to tell you that it's not what it seems. We must stay alert, friends. I was just saying here earlier in the week about how uh, Trump's not going to win the presidency and he's not going to get reinstated. It's just not going to happen. That's my personal conviction. And it's based on my very best understanding of everything going on right now. And yet yesterday, I received a message from a friend uh, that they had probably received from one of their friends who had probably got it from one of their friends and so on. But it referenced a Supreme Court case about the unresolved election integrity issues associated uh, with the 2020 election. Like It was certified, but there's all these things. And, and so this maybe has made its way to the Supreme Court now. And holy smokes, that would be a big deal, right? That would be a really big deal. And so I, I just want to share with you the screenshot here and how it came in. It came in with a legal case stamped with the Supreme Court stamp on it. Uh, case 22-380 in the Supreme Court of the United States. Raylan J. Brunson v. Alma S. Adams. Uh, the Brunson v. Adams SCOTUS election integrity case. Uh, it was a link that was shared from this website called womenimpactingthenation.org. And little message there underneath uh, my friend sent through. This is not about party or politics. Each person has the right to their own opinions and affiliations. However, we can't have a functioning society or country unless our voting system is trustworthy. Since 2020, many have investigated and proven electoral malfeasance. Now, after the 2020 midterms, most have realized that our electoral system is untrustworthy. Without election integrity, we are no longer a free nation, period. Those words are true. They are powerful. It is, you know, like, yes, yes, I'm trying to say, you know, this is good stuff here. And my friend is absolutely correct. But my immediately takeaway was, hmm, you know, Brunson v. Adams at the Supreme Court for another election integrity case. Well, I haven't heard about that one, so I better look into it, right? And so then I click through to this Women Impacting the Nation website, which I did not put a link in today's torch report for because it's just, let's just say that's where a few red flags started going up and something just didn't feel right. And to me, it felt like a setup. It felt like a psyop. It felt like this was a way to get people excited and, and busy sending letters to the Supreme Court, only to have their hopes dashed against the rocks of reality before the whole emotional cycle started over again. That's how psyops work. But hey, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. I'm just an ignorant peasant. You know, I've talked about psychological warfare a lot this year, so maybe I'm just jaded, right? Maybe I'm I'm just looking for a boogeyman who isn't actually there. It's possible. You know, maybe my gut instinct is just a knee-jerk emotional reaction that has been conditioned and primed by my thousands of hours of sifting through all the crap in search for actual fact. Anything is possible, friends, but still, something just didn't sit right. So I dug deeper and deeper. And deeper I went, and I will share what I found down the rabbit hole and exactly how I found it 
But that's going to be in a separate video made special just for my friends in the Patriot Club, those who support this publication and make my heart soar like a hawk for the here and now. And in order to keep this down to a, a an approximately 20 minutes succinct and witty podcast, I'm going to maximize my time by summarizing what I found and musing upon the implications, friends. I, I, I want to say thanks for staying with me yesterday. I went long, like almost 30 minutes. I could go on and on. But I do try to intentionally keep it short and succinct for my friends on their drive or having their lunch break or what have you. So that's that's the format here. But today, today I'm going to keep it short and I'm going to save that special video for the Patriot Club and we'll move forward. And look, let's dig into the degrees of deception here because I do not like bullies and I really do not like liars. I have a great disdain for anyone who tries to deceive other people and to put it bluntly, it just pisses me off. And I'm like, hey, come on, come try that shit on me. You know what I mean? My protective instinct kicks in and I'm ready to fight. Like what's going on here? You know, I, I, I know the person who passed this information along. And by all accounts, this individual is a fine, upstanding citizen, a true patriot, a lover of God and country, a person I have respect for, who I would stand up for, and who I have no doubt would stand up for me too. This individual is kind and caring and more than capable of carrying on an intelligent conversation, okay? This is no fool. This person is not easily fooled. And yet, I'm getting this information. And we're, I'm looking at it, you know, and I believe in this instance that this individual, my friend, and many, many, many other red-blooded Americans with equally stalwart credentials have been deeply deceived. There's several degrees of deception going on here, and I do not make that assertion lightly. It comes, in fact, with a heavy heart. It stings to know that any one of us can be deceived at any moment, which is just part of human nature. I mean, we just have to accept that. Uh, but right now we are being actively targeted with kind of this custom tailored psyop and, and, and intentional deception. They're, they're baiting us with things that we want to believe, but can we believe it? Should we believe it? You know, that's why we've got to look out for each other. That's why we've got to share what we learn and talk about the things that we think that we know, you know, so as to keep each other sharp and out of the jaws of deception. So let us do some digging today, shall we? First up, let's just go ahead and examine the headline from the article that my friend, my friend shared. It says Brunson v. Adams, SCOTUS election integrity. Now. If you were to simply jump in and read the article, like, oh, what is this? This looks interesting. It's go to selection integrity case. Da da da. You'd be thrilled by what you read. If you start reading through, you're like, oh yeah, this article's great, you know. But let's just take it one step at a time and ask ourselves the question: Is there a Supreme Court case on election integrity filed under Brunson v. Adams? Simple question. Straight up factual. Should be easy to prove or disprove. And if you were to go look for this case, Brunson v. Adams, it's you got to do a little bit of digging. But, you know, you can find a Supreme Court document that is filed under Brunson v. Adams. But here's where it gets tricky, because the actual answer is no, there is no Supreme Court case. Brunson v. Adams. There is only a petition to have the case heard 
which the court may or may not hear and which is virtually guaranteed to be dismissed long before the allegations ever see the light of day. But that said, it is possible to find the quote unquote case here on the Supreme Court website. I put the, the link there in the torch report. SupremeCourt.gov, docket PDF, blah, 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 you know. And so obviously there's something to look at here. You know, I got to take a look at it. What's going on? And and I open it up and I look to the SupremeCourt.gov document and my mind immediately zeroed in on the cover page here. And it says right up front, it says, uh, on petition for writ of certiorari, certiorari, let's see how they pronounce that. I'm going to go over here and check it out. Certiorari. Say it again. Sergio Rari. Okay, it's Sergio Rari, says the computer. Okay, so Sergio Rari uh, is this petition for writ of Sergio Rari by Raylan J. Brunson. Has his address and stuff on, you know, from Ogden, Utah. Been to Ogden several times, many times actually. Uh, but this is a petition for a writ of Sergio Okay, and at first glance, it looks like a legitimate petition, which is not, of course, a case, but I'm not a lawyer, so I was curious what this writ of certiori was really all about. So let's just see. I did a little search. Uh, Let's see what the brilliant legal minds over at Cornell Law School have to say about it, and what they say a writ of certiori is, is that it's a type of writ meant for rare use by which an appellate court decides to review a case at its own discretion. The word certiori comes from the law Latin, uh, which means to be more fully informed. And it goes on and on and on and on. And at the end of it says the uh, writ of certiori may be abrogated or controlled entirely by statute or court rules. And my takeaway from this uh, legal definition of what it meant is that it's it's a rare writ of common law that may be abrogated or controlled. Those are their words, but it just means it can be completely ignored or subjugated to court statutes and rules. In other words, this petition for a writ of certiori has no legal teeth. And in fact, it may be somewhat akin to pissing in the wind. So pause. Now, here I I, I realize there are people that are going to be reading and listening here that uh, probably got fired up about this petition as as like the Supreme Court case is going to go down. Right. And I I realize that some people may want to challenge. Well, come on, Cornell. Maybe Cornell's got a biased definition. That's fine. Whatever. Do, Do your own research there. But consider this. If some dude named Brunson wants to challenge the Supreme Court and have the sitting president arrested, he's going to need some legal teeth. And a petition for a writ of certiorari is not going to provide that legal teeth. And then just you just in case, friends, you think that I'm exaggerating here about, you know, Brunson challenging the court to arrest the president. That's exactly what Brunson v. Adams, the petition, not the case, the petition aims to do. And I put a little screenshot in there. Friends, if you're listening on a podcast platform, you must realize you have to go to the torchreport.com, the torchreport.com to get all the goodies. And in this case, we are looking at a screenshot of the Supreme Court.gov document, the petition. And it says in, and I got a highlight section here it says this case 
uncovers a serious national security breach that is unique and is of first impression. And due to the serious nature of this case, it involves the possible removal of a sitting president and vice president of the United States, along with members of the United States Congress, while deeming them unfit for from ever holding office under federal, state, county, or local governments found within the United States of America, uh, and and on and on. Okay, okay there's some run-on sentences anyway, but those are big words, uncovering serious national security breach. Uh, the possible removal of a sitting president, those are powerful words. Those words give some people hope that justice may yet prevail, that the wrongs will be righted, and that the legal and rightful errors for the president and vice president, as it declares here, might actually be reinstated. Now, regardless of whether or not you believe the election was stolen, Regardless of whether or not you want Biden tossed out and Trump reinstated, regardless of whether or not you believe that there is ample proof to validate such action, just ask yourself, my friends, do you really believe that this is going to happen? Do you think the Supreme Court is going to rule in favor of Brunson and remove the sock puppet Joe Biden from the Oval Office? Do you think that that's going to happen? What about all of the other court cases that have been tossed out? What about all the objections to the 2020 elections presented by Trump's legal team and all the others, Giuliani, et cetera, et cetera? You know, what about that? Surely those who were putting forth these, uh, these, these cases, these objections, were amongst the most well-informed, best-positioned, brilliant legal minds out there, right? I mean, Trump's team had to be top-notch, and they failed. They were rejected. All of the legalese amounted ultimately to nothing in the court of law. So how is this going to be any different? Now we are supposed to believe and get excited that Brunson, Raylan J. Brunson, the trumpet-playing Mormon from Utah, is somehow going to challenge the 2020 election, demand the election integrity be restored at once, that Trump be reinstated, and that the country be rightly restored to its constitutional founding. Come on. I mean, I commend the guy for trying, friends, but honestly, just look at the guy. Look at the guy again. again there's a picture there in the, in, the, in the report today. I'm not quick to uh, judge a book by the cover, but look at this guy. Why would anyone in the halls of power listen to this peasant, this sneering, sneaky looking peasant? I don't even like the look on this guy's face. You know, case dismissed, friends. We are being played. We are being played for fools. And ah, let me just take a step back and have a sip of coffee. Last night, I was all fired up about this, and uh, I was ranting to my wife about all the things I was learning as I dug deeper and deeper and chased the rabbits down the hole. And the fact that Brunson's address was a rent-a-box at a UPS store next to a tobacco barn, you know, the fact that his petition contained typos and poor grammar, the fact that the legal precedents he was citing didn't actually exist in the legal canon, the fact that cases were being quoted that didn't actually align with or support the Brunson v. Adams petition, and on and on and on. And I'm going off, you know. I had all the, you know, all the, all this information in my head. I had the neural synapses firing off like firecrackers. My mind was lit up like the fourth of. July. These were lies, 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 I tell you. This guy is a liar. But my wife was unimpressed, says she. So what? 
What are you going to do about it? Why are you getting all fired up about this for? Why do you care so much, Luke? Why? And I said to her, because they're lying to my friends. They're lying to my friends. That's not okay. It pisses me off. Think about how many people are getting this information from this, this woman's Net, what the hell is the name of that network? Let me let me scroll up here. We can go back to the very beginning. It was the uh, the uh, da, 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 women impacting the nation. Okay, women impacting the nation. All right, now the women impacting the nation are putting out some information that is deceiving my friends, and that again it pisses me off. It's not okay, and I do believe it's a psyop. You know, but think about how many people are getting this information, and think about how it might. Feel for someone who really believed that justice was about to be served. You get this information, you think that it's new information, it's legitimate information, you can see it on the supremecourt.gov website, you know, uh, you, you believe that our country is about to be restored. Think about how that feels. Think about how powerful those emotions might be. Now that is hope, friends. That's some strong hopium. You know, that's nervous excitement. That's certainty and uncertainty all mixed into one. And as we've looked at uh, repeatedly throughout the year, this is the anatomy of a psyop. You know, this is how they emotionally hook people. Now think about the feeling that will come when this too falls through. Can you feel the disappointment? Can you imagine the weight of discouragement? At some point, the disappointment and the discouragement, you know, these emotions might morph into disbelief and disillusionment and despondence and even desperation. And if sustained long enough, this emotional path, this emotional weight, this emotional burden, this emotional stress just might lead one to detachment, to derangement, and even to doing something stupid. Now, these, friends, are the hallmarks of a PSYOP. So let me just sum it up here. This case will not be heard in the Supreme Court. I would put money on it, all my money, okay? This petition is at best an effort to get attention and raise money off of well-meaning, big-hearted Americans who want desperately to save our country. We want to throw ourselves behind a cause that just might have a long-shot hope. And this is it. This Brunson v. Adams BS is the best that we can come up with. No. Friends, at worst, this is an intentional psyop designed to lead people to disillusionment and acts of desperation while simultaneously setting people up for ridicule and shame. Just think about, uh, you know, sharing this information with somebody and, and they're a liberal or progressive or whatever. They're like, <laughs> yeah, right. This is never going to happen. That's not going to happen. If you just come at it from the from the you know completely outside looking in, and somebody says, "Oh yeah, their Supreme Court's going to hear a case, and they're going to arrest the president," <laughs> nah, that's not going to happen. Okay, but you can't just laugh at people sometimes when they share things, especially if they've got a link. Well, they didn't have the link in the in the article there, but if you go digging, you can find it at the SupremeCourt.gov. And there's other things that you can go looking for and find that I will put in the special video for the Patriot Club to show you how I tracked all this down and why I can say for absolute certainty that this is a psyop. Friends, it all leads back to QAnon, uh, QAnon, or however the hell people say that. You know, it leads back to uh, deep state actors deeply manipulating the emotions of Americans. And it's just deeply disturbing. Regardless of uh, of what you may think 
about this case or what you may think about this podcast. Friends, I say that Storch Report is a truth you can trust, not because I ask you to take my word for it, but because I ask, I put forth the information and ask you to look for yourself and develop your own informed perspective. You know, but either way, regardless of what you feel about it, what happens here with this information is that it undermines our trust in information. It undermines the trust in each other. It undermines the sense of community. It undermines credibility. It undermines our ability to stay focused and organized around practical actions that will have practical impact. In short, my friends, this is just another distraction that undermines our effective opposition to the commies who are taking over the world. Ah, <sighs> oh, friends, that is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please do take the time. Find your phone, find a computer, find that little heart, click the heart and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. Please consider joining the Patriot Club for as little as $7 a month to get access to the upcoming video and special reports like Tommy mind control and what's really happening in Russia and all that. Uh, friends, the greatest honor would of all, of course, is always if you would share this podcast with somebody, just one person you think might need to hear it, or better yet, share it with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this thrilling, thought-provoking Thursday, and I will look forward to talking to you again soon. Uh.